You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. For those of us in the national media, Mike, is it time to table the conversation that Case Keenum might lose his starting job? <laughs> I think so. Um, you know, it's it's kind of it's one of those deals where it's it's got legitimacy to it, you know, because you know we've all seen the games and everyone knows the you know the situation with you know with Teddy and with Sam's injuries and. Um, you know, Case, you know, has just done a great job of of handling the the spot. Um, you know, as it's been presented to him, and and that's all you can really ask of your of your backup is to go with the flow, prepare for games like you're going to be the starter, and when your name and number is called, you step in there and and compete and perform. And most of the time for backups, you know, it's for two or three games. And you get the starter back, but the Vikings, for a few seasons in a row now, have experienced a long-term injury uh, to their quarterbacks, so their backups have had to play for an extended amount of time. And Case has just handled it with a plum. So, um, and now he's got the quote-unquote hot hand. Um, but I really think he's done a nice job of kind of transcending just having the hot hand. He's act- he's just playing well. He's a good player, and. Um, you know, so I don't think it's sticking with the hot hand. I think it's playing the guy who gives you the best chance to win. That's Case Keenum. Oh, man, you, you, that's music to my ears. I have to be honest with you, Mike, when talking about this, because my, my partner and I, Brian Robert, we go after this all the time, and I reference Case Keenum as Case Keenum because I think he's playing that good of football. And, and let's yeah. be transparent. If you put Teddy Bridgewater in right now, for whatever reason you choose to, after not playing for a year and a half, how much confidence do you really have? And not saying that you don't like him, not saying when he played he wasn't good, but with what this yeah. team has right now with chemistry and, and let's just say a, a level of continuity, Case Keenum has to ride this thing out until the wheels fall off. Am I correct? Well, well, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and I want to kind of – I want to kind of craft this carefully because it should not come off as a criticism of Teddy. But – you know, Teddy is coming off of a long layoff, a lot like your players are during the offseason when they come back to the offseason program in April. You know, they don't play and function at the same capacity that they play and function at during the middle of the season, right? I mean, they're a little rusty. Um, balls are hitting the ground. Um, they're not reading through their progressions as quickly. And it's it's not because they've lost touch or they, they don't know what they're doing. It's, it, it's just a, a muscle memory thing where you haven't been doing it. So you got to ramp it up, you know, and, and that's where Teddy, you know, that, I mean, T- Teddy's now been practicing for, for several weeks. So he's, he's getting there, but you know, he, he doesn't look like a quarterback who's, you know, on the, the back nine of the season, so to speak. You know, he looks like a quarterback who's still kind of getting ready for training camp to be expected. He had a 15 month layoff coming off an injury. He's not going to look like a quarterback who's um, in the groove, but case is case has been at this since April. He's in the groove. Um, he's been practicing and playing every day. And so, um, and so that's what case looks like in practice and in games. And in practice, Teddy looks like a quarterback who is steadily ramping it up. So they're into, and you know what? It's kind of very similar to, to where Jarek McKinnon is and where Latavius Murray is. Because if you remember Latavius, 
we signed him knowing he had to have a, um, a foot surgery. Um, and he was going to miss the off-season program and probably most of training camp. And as it turns out, he missed all of training camp um, as well. And so Latavius has got the look of a player who's now just starting to hit full stride as we get into week 12, not as a player who's really grinding through the last part of the season. You know, because Latavius was coming off of a layoff too. So Latavius and, and Teddy are at different stages of a season than most of the other players because they're coming back from injuries. Yeah, with Mike Walbshaw, the Vikings Entertainment Network and the Vikings Team Channel here on TuneIn. Mike, it is the holiday season, so it pains me to mention Gary Anderson's name, taking you back to the 1998 <laughs> NFC title game. I'm doing yeah. in this context, kicking matters. I don't have to tell you this. You know what Blair Walsh failed to do in the playoffs a few years ago. So with yeah. that as the backdrop, should there be concern about Kai Forbath who missed two field goals on Sunday against the Rams? Yeah, I I think I think there should be just because he, he missed two kicks and and you don't want to miss any of your kicks. But you know, to me, his body of, of work since we signed him about this time last year has been too good to let two kicks in one game worry me. So, big picture, no, I'm not worried. This week, though, I'm worried because you got to get that you got to get it corrected. You can't have two more missed kicks uh, tomorrow in Detroit. Can't do that. Uh, because then, then you start to wonder if it's going to mess with your head. So, um, no, you know he's he's 22 of 25 on the season, and he's like 37 of 40 since we signed him last year. So, to me, the body of work is too good to really. I think he's going to be just fine. And uh, you know, speaking of kickers, guys, you know when you look at this matchup, I mean, Matt Prater has been dynamite, especially against us. He had a 58 yarder to tie the game last year. Uh, when we played him at home. And then he had a game-winning kick at the end of the game, I believe his time expired in the game at Ford Field last year. So uh, Matt Prater has been killing us. And uh, and so you're right, kicking matters, and we know that as, as well as any franchise, and we know that as, as we go against the Lions and their really good kicking game. Mike, this defense... This defense has really been good. Let's just say over the past few years. Last year, there was a lull. I would say you have North Turner, who ends up just leaving after the fifth game of the season to Coach Zimmer yeah. having to go to the hospital because of his eye. And, and I think things kind of got unbalanced throughout the entire football team. But truthfully, this defense has really been playing good football, let's just say maybe over the last two, maybe two and a half years, to where yep. right now, with the health that they have in place, everybody looks pretty excited. With Smith and Kendricks, we can go on and on. Newsom, uh, Newman, excuse me. When you look at how they're actually playing, how well is this offense and defense playing off of one another to where no one's really giving this team too much credit because of the quarterback in mm-hmm. Case Keenum, but they arguably are playing some of the best and most balanced football amongst all the teams in the National Football League. Would you agree with me on that? Yeah, I agree with you on that. And I think the reason that, the reason people, in my opinion, the reason people aren't rubber stamping the Vikings as the team to beat, uh, there are two reasons. One is Philadelphia has a better record than the Vikings. Let's just, let's just get you know let's put that out there. I mean, Philadelphia's lost one game. The Vikings have lost two. So um, the Eagles are the bona fide, legitimate team to beat in the NFC. They have the best record. But secondly, if you wanted to construct a case. Uh, for the Vikings to be the team to beat, despite uh, losing one more game, you got to deal with the Case Keenum thing. And people just cannot get over the fact that it's Case Keenum who's the quarterback for the Vikings. That is going to prevent a lot of analysts 
from picking the Vikings to be the team to beat if they make the playoffs. And that's fine. That That's okay. That can, the Vikings, Mike Zimmer, and Case, they can use that to their benefit. They can do the chip on the shoulder. They can do the yes against the world. They can do it's never good enough. They can use all of that to their benefit. But going back kind of the premise of your question in this defense, I mean, it's the backbone of the team. You know, this is a defense, guys, that at, in home games this season, they've held their opponents on average to 10.8 points below their season scoring average. The Rams came in averaging 33 points a game, and they scored seven against the Vikings. You know, um, when the Packers came in, they were humming. They were coming off um, a really impressive string of victories, and the the Vikings knocked Rodgers out, and they hold that offense down. You know, they held Drew Brees to 19 points. Uh, The Saints are averaging 30 a game. So um, this, this defense is playing dynamite. I think the biggest key is continuity. There are a lot of returning starters from this group. Um, year after year, they've really got a system in place, and they can all rely on each other. They know where the other players are going to be at all times. And Mike Zimmer really, really stresses fundamentals, alignment, um, technique, hand placement. You know, they're, they're so rote on this defense that Mike Zimmer can get down to the nitty-gritty in practice and fine-tune every single detail. And when you get lucky and stay healthy, um, you get in a spot where you can worry about those little things. Mike, thanks so much for the great information. We look forward to chatting with you next week again right here on the NFL on TuneIn. I do too, guys. Thanks for having me. We'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.